I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, July the 12th, and uh, we are looking forward to a great week. It's hard to believe the month of July is flying by uh, like it is, but we are looking forward to a great day together today for our winning side broadcast. And thank you so much for joining us. We welcome those listening on the radio, uh, those of you watching on Facebook, and then those on the podcast and those on the radio app. We welcome you. And uh, we had a great day at church yesterday. And if you missed the services, I encourage you to go back and watch. Uh, I know it's not the same, and I understand that it's not the same as being there, uh, but it's better than nothing, and uh, you get to hear the singing, and I hope the messages uh, were a blessing. If you missed out yesterday, I started a series. It won't take me very long, maybe maybe two or three Sundays, but we're going through Philippians chapter 3, and we talked yesterday about rejoicing in the Lord and, and realizing that we can place no confidence in our flesh, and then last night we talked about the fact, too, of our relationship that we have with Christ. The Christian life is, is far more than uh, rules, and it's not about religion, but it's about knowing Jesus and uh, having a, a personal walk with Him every day. And I hope you've spent some time with Jesus already today, or uh, if you haven't, uh, I hope that uh, you'll take some time today uh, to get alone, spend some time in the Bible and in prayer, and uh, talk to God. We want to say a very happy birthday uh, yesterday to Miss Jane Brown, and then happy birthday today to Alicia Boyce and also to Doris Harris. I hope you folks have a great day today. We are excited about Victory Christian Academy, and uh, we announced it last night, the result of the vote, but um, we voted last night on this new modular project. And uh, the vote was unanimous, 146 to zero. And we passed out ballots and we collected them in and uh, had the men count them up uh, during the service. And we got the, uh, the vote even before the preaching. But I thank the Lord. I'm so excited about that. And hope you keep praying for the school and uh, keep praying for our church. Pray that God would protect us and uh, keep us uh, safe, keep us healthy. Uh, pray for our bus ministry, pray for our children's ministries, just pray for God to continue to bless. And God has been so good, and uh, we're thankful for that. I want you to hear a song. I told you last week a little bit about this CD. Uh, this is a quintet. It's uh, five uh, young men from Golden State Baptist College, and uh, they do a great job. They've been singing together for years, and now they're all in college, and they're traveling this summer uh, we had the ladies group here, but they're out more out west, uh, this group is. But I want you to hear this song uh, today, and we'll play several throughout the week. But here's a great old song, He Set Me Free. And I'm glad that Jesus Christ set us free. When you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, uh, He released you, 
He sets you free. He broke the chains of sin that had you bound. And I hope you enjoy this song. And after this song, we will get into our Bible study. And we are back in Proverbs chapter 8. You listen, and I hope you'll be blessed by this song. Once like a bird in prison I dwelt No freedom from my sorrow I felt But Jesus came and listened to me And glory to God He set me free He set me free Yes, He set me free He broke the bonds of prison for me I'm glory bound by Jesus to see For glory to God He set me free Now I am climbing higher each day Darkness of night has drifted away My feet are planted on higher ground And glory to God I'm homeward bound he set me free, yes, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see. For glory to God, He set me free. sin and things I confound. Not of this world shall turn me around. Daily I'm praying, I'm working to and glory to God I'm going through. He set me free, yes, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see for glory to God. He set me free. I'm glory bound by Jesus to see for glory to God. He set me free. He set me free. Amen. And uh, that's a good song. Uh, Caleb and I were just talking. I used, we used to sing that song a lot when I was a teenager in our youth group and with uh, Brother Swanson. He was our youth pastor. We'd sing that a lot. It's a good song. And then when I was a youth pastor, we would do that song in our teen group. And then uh, Caleb and Nathan, they were in the same the youth group that I was the youth pastor of. I left and Joanna and I went out to California and worked at Golden State Baptist College. And so Caleb and Nathan, they were in the youth group uh, when my brother Joel was the youth pastor there in Geneseo, and uh, we were talking about that song, and they, he said, yeah, we used to sing that song, and we used to have on Sunday nights after church uh, for our teens, once a month, maybe, not every month, but mostly once a month, uh, we would do a singspiration. We'd just get together, we'd sing uh, at the church, uh, we'd play games. We didn't have a gym or anything like that, but we'd sing and uh, play games, and we would have pizza and drink soda and eat chips and all that junk food. And uh, we had a good time. But I, I think it's so important for a church to sing 
and a youth group to sing. And I'm excited about our Christian school, Victory Christian Academy. I've already told uh, our brother Dan and Miss Kelly as we've had some uh, administrative meetings and just really set in the direction. But I said, we're going to sing. Uh, every Wednesday in chapel, we're going to sing and we'll have uh, sing, We'll have a, a choir. I can't promise you it's going to be right away. We'll have, have to wait till we get that modular. But we're going to have choir and uh, we'll have a school choir that will sing and we'll get them to sing for Christmas programs and maybe Thanksgiving time or graduation, whatever. But you got to have good singing. And I'm not talking about this, uh, this new stuff, the world's music that just basically mimics the world. I'm talking about music that glorifies and honors the Lord. You know, like you, uh, like you hear on um, like uh, WVFV, for example, you know, 95.9. And I know there's other good music, but, but we want our music to always glorify the Lord. I hope you love to sing. And that's one of the things I love about our station is all the good music that we get to hear. I want you to take your Bible, Bibles, please, and go with me to Proverbs uh, chapter 8. We talked about last week uh, in Proverbs 8, we talked about riches and wisdom. And uh, I think it was uh, Thursday that uh, Nathaniel Vassaturo was here. He was helping Caleb with some projects, and he sat in for the winning side. And, and uh, I told him after the broadcast, I said, there's a reason why I didn't put a stack of money on the table. I was afraid one of those guys would take it. But, but if I put a stack of money here, and if I could, uh, could, could uh, tangibly uh, have wisdom, and I could put it here, something that you could pick up and actually take, and I had money and I had wisdom on the table, and I said, you can only take one. It shouldn't even be a, it shouldn't even be a thought. You should automatically say, I want wisdom. Because if I have wisdom, that'll help me the rest of my life. That money actually may not help me. Did you know for some people, the worst thing that happens to them is that they get a lot of money. Because they get a lot of money and they forget God. Uh, sometimes people will pray, Lord, give me a good job. Or Lord, please help me with this. Or Lord, please supply this need or this bill or whatever. And then God blesses. And then people say, oh, well, hey, I don't have time for God anymore. I got all this money. I got all this stuff I need to do. And uh, you ought to choose wisdom every single day uh, over riches. Now, I'm not saying you can't have both. As a matter of fact, some of the, the, the wisest people I know, they've got money and they're giving with it and they give to others. They give to God. But, but you, if you had to choose between the two, you should choose wisdom. Then we said on Friday, we said that wisdom and righteousness they go together. And of course, we started talking about food on Friday like we do almost every day. Uh, but we talked about peanut butter and jelly, or we talked about um, uh, chips and salsa, or we talked about just things that go together. And uh, can I tell you, wisdom and righteousness go together. Would you notice in Proverbs 8 and verse number 13, the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate. Did you know that it is impossible to love God and to love evil at the same time? You can't, you can't do both. Uh, that's why uh, the Bible tells us that we have to choose who we're going to serve. Uh, the Bible says no man can serve two masters. And if you're going to love the evil, you're not going to have a love for God like you should. And if you have a love for God like you should, you're going to have a hatred or a, 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 a detesting of the evil. But you cannot love wisdom and love evil. 
You can't have a love for wisdom and at the same time love your sin. No, a love for wisdom is going to produce a hatred for that uh, which is wicked. A love for God will always produce a hatred for evil. Notice in Proverbs 8 and verse number 36, the Bible says, But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Now we're talking about wisdom there. But you know, when we sin, we're only hurting ourselves. When we sin uh, and when we do not use wisdom, we are harming and we are hurting our future. We're hurting our present. We're hurting those around us. And so wisdom and righteousness go together. Let's look at number three found here in Proverbs chapter eight. Uh, The word I want to give you is the word ruling or to have rule. It says in verse number 15, by me, that is wisdom, by me, kings reign and princes decree justice. Verse 16, by me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. Here's what the Bible says, that kings, they have their power and they have their, their authority because of wisdom. Princes, they decree justice. What is justice? It is, it is uh, choosing and deciding that which is right. It comes from wisdom. Princes need wisdom. Nobles and judges need wisdom. Wisdom allows you to be able to rule. I think it's very interesting that this book of Proverbs was written by Solomon. And in 1 Kings chapter 3, God came to Solomon in a dream And he told Solomon, he said, whatever you ask, he said, I'm going to give it to you. And you know what Solomon chose, right? He chose wisdom. He said, God, he said, I'm but a child. I need wisdom to rule this, thy great people. And God said, because you didn't ask for riches and because you didn't ask for victories over your enemies and because you didn't ask for other things, God said, I'm going to bless you with all that plus. He said, I'm going to give you wisdom. What did Solomon need wisdom for? He needed wisdom to rule, to govern the people of God. Now you say, well, pastor, uh, I don't need wisdom because I'm not in charge of anybody. You know, Uh, I'm not the boss. Uh, I'm not the boss at work. I'm not the boss at home. I'm not the boss. I mean, you know, there's nothing I'm in charge of. Well, hang on. You are in charge of something and I am in charge of something. You know what we're in charge of? We're in charge of ruling our own spirit. We're in charge of ruling our own actions. And the Bible tells us that if we cannot rule our own spirit, we have no business trying to rule others. Uh, Have you ever had, and and please don't comment in and say, yeah, I was a church member, but have you ever had a boss that couldn't even control his or her own temper? Uh, They couldn't control, they couldn't even show up for work. And you're thinking, who in the world made this person boss? They couldn't get their stuff done. They never took responsibility. Can I tell you, if someone cannot rule themselves, then they cannot rule uh, somebody else. Matter of fact, one of the qualifications for a pastor is the Bible says that if he cannot rule his own household, then he should not be the one that is ruling or that is leading in the house of God. So we must rule our spirit. Proverbs 16 and verse number 32. If you have your Bibles, maybe you want to turn over there. But the Bible says, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Did you know it is a greater accomplishment for you to control yourself than if you were to go out and conquer an entire city? 
Proverbs 25, verse number 28, the Bible says this about ruling our spirit. It says, he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Wisdom will help you to rule. Wisdom will help you to govern yourself. It'll help you to have that self-control and that self-discipline that we must have every day. Uh, You must rule and I must rule our schedule. Did you know you've got to control your schedule? You say, well, but my boss controls my schedule. Well, sure, from 8 to 5, or if you work uh, uh, 12-hour days, then from you know 8 to 8 or whatever. Or if you say, well, I'm on call, okay. But what about all the rest of the time? Uh, what about the rest of the time? We are in control. We need to set our priorities right. Uh, we must rule over our responsibilities. We must rule and set the direction for the home. Uh, uh, fathers, you ought to set the direction for your home. Uh, mothers, you are the one probably, in, in, in many cases, you're the one that's home, uh, maybe more, or you're the one that spends more time in caring for the children, especially when they're small. Uh, you've got to set the direction. You've got to set the spirit for the home. Uh, we must set the direction for our ministry. Uh, you know, if you're a Sunday school teacher, or if you're a bus worker, can I tell you, you have a responsibility to set that direction for that ministry. Uh, You say, well, you know, the students came in and they were having a bad day. Well, sure, I imagine they were. Yeah, you know, those bus kids, they they weren't listening. Well, maybe not. But can I tell you, that's where we control our spirit and we set the tone and we set the direction for our ministry. We need to set the direction and set the tone at the workplace. You say, well, pastor, I'm not the boss. I'm not in charge of that. I didn't say that you're the one who calls the shots, but I said you can be the one that helps to set the spirit. You know, you can come into the workplace with a happy spirit. You come in with a positive attitude. You can come in with some character and say, I'm going to get the job done and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. But wisdom is so important. And wisdom is what helps us to rule. Not just everybody else, but wisdom is what helps us to rule and to govern our own lives. You want to live on the winning side? I know I do. Well, it starts with ruling our own spirit and having the joy of the Lord, having a smile, uh, having a positive spirit. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And I hope you'll have a great day today. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow and we'll look forward to another uh, broadcast of The Winning Side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.